I'm curious about the timing thing because I think that's a really beautiful point. So you had this desire and wish and because you believe so much in it, you wanted to be present for the process and sort of said, you know, in a year, I'm going to have this out. And I'm curious about that because oftentimes I hear people when they put a timeline as long as a year, in quotes, as long as a year, it seems like they're using it as a tool to procrastinate and not actually do the thing. So what's the balance with that? Can you talk a little bit about that? How do we know that we're not procrastinating on one of our goals? And how do we know we're actually being mindful and truthful about the actual action steps we're going to take? That's an excellent question. It really is, truly. And one of the reasons why I like time traveling out a year is because I do think if you're making a major change in your life, that giving yourself a runway takes a lot of pressure off. Mm -hmm. And it also takes pressure off you getting it right. Because I think a lot of the fear that we have is that if I fuck this up, then that's it. If you write one bad song, like imagine if you said, that's it, I'm starting it. And the first song you write, you go to a session or you meet with a producer and like, mm. you're like, that's it, I'm done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. But if you have this big dream and you say a year from now, my life is going to be very different because I'm going to have incorporated this into my day-to-day -day life, that gives you this runway. That means that one or two or three or 11 producers going, mm, it doesn't matter because you know that the vision is that a year from now, things look different procrastination, you know when you're doing it because procrastination has a very active nature to it. You are avoiding something. So I think there's a very big difference between actively avoiding doing the work because you're either scared or you're not ready or you're just not sick of yourself yet, right? And you creating a runway and a framework that makes you feel a little reassured and more empowered because you have time to fit it in. Yeah, there's certainly a different energy to procrastination. Like you said, it's very active. It's like a nervous energy. It's mm -hmm. very ungrounded. I can speak more to that because there's really yes. interesting research mm -hmm. about Please. procrastination. So procrastination is a coping mechanism for stress. There's a researcher up in Canada that has studied procrastination for decades, teaches about it, and here's what procrastination is. When you are stressed out about something, so let's just say that, I don't know, uh, work is very stressful or somebody that you love deeply is dealing with a cancer diagnosis and you're the one driving them back and forth to their radiation treatments and you're just going through a stressful time in life. You're having trouble paying your bills. It's stressful. Work is stressful. And so you're preoccupied with this level of stress. When you're in a state where you're stressed out and your nervous system, and you said it, has this kind of level of energy to it, the last thing that your brain wants to do is be asked to focus on something. And so when people procrastinate, they typically procrastinate doing things that require focus or energy. And the reason why you avoid doing something like writing a song or working on a report or cleaning out a back bedroom or working on your expense report at work is because 
you're stressed out about your mom and radiation. You're stressed out about paying your bills. You're stressed out about the fight you just had with the person that you're dating. And so your brain looks at that expense report and is like, can we just look at some cat videos online right now? Like, I, are you seriously asking me to think about so I, I am just, that's what procrastination is. That's all that it is. And the problem is, is it becomes not only a coping mechanism, but the more that you avoid hard things or things that require focus because you're stressed, the more you procrastinate. And so there's a simple solution for this. And this is what the research shows. When you find that you're procrastinating on just humming out a new arrangement on a song you're working on, or you're procrastinating on filling out the financial aid for graduate school. Notice that you're procrastinating and then ask yourself this question, what am I stressed about right now? And simply identifying, oh, I'm stressed about my bills. Oh, I'm stressed about mom being sick. Oh, I'm stressed about getting ready to fly home to see my family. Once you identify what you're stressed about, it's interesting. The research shows that just identifying what it is, it loosens its hold on you. And then all you have to do is make yourself work for one minute. So hum for one minute, that new arrangement you're working on. Spend one minute starting the application for financial aid. And something interesting happens because you've identified the source of the stress and you've now engaged your prefrontal cortex and you've started the thing, 80% of people keep going once they start. And so that's how you handle procrastination. Now, let's talk about the relationship between giving yourself a legitimate runway to make something happen and procrastination. If you're unrealistic and you start to put pressure on yourself to write that song or launch that podcast or do that thing or get in amazing shape. The thing that you want so badly becomes a source of stress. Mm -hmm. And so there's a really nice sweet spot, I think, that you got to figure out for yourself. And I think, you know, anything longer than a year, way too long. But mm -hmm. anything that is too soon is just going to stress you out. And so I think you got to figure out if you want to see your life looking differently and see the thing that you really want as part of your day-to-day -day or your weekly life, whether that's a different type of health routine or it's a new business you're launching or, you know, it's incorporating music into your life as a songwriter or it is being more out and public about your healing or your intuitive work. Figuring out if six months feels sort of scary but doable or a year is too long because it feels too far off, that's what you got to figure out for yourself. That sort of blend between is it a long enough runway that I'm inspired but not too short that I'm stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.